the first time I went to jail, I was in a vehicle with someone on the passenger side. I wasn't driving. Um, this friend of mine knew where she was going, but I didn't. We were supposed to be headed to a party. Um, she had just gotten a lot of money from uh, for a check, a settlement check, because she had been in a wreck when she was younger. Um, she passed away not too terribly long ago. Um, she was a good person. But uh, anyway, her and I were in the car, and I thought we were on our way to a party, and we ended up in on Jackson and Hollywood, I think it was, in this apartment complex. And I'm like, what are you doing? Where, where are we going? What are you doing? And she was, she tells me she's, she needs to get a wake up. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I realized when she said wake up, it took me a minute, but she was going to buy crack. Well, at the time I was just an alcoholic who of course was being a hypocrite and telling her what she shouldn't do, you know? course that stuff's not good for you i can tell you that um so we're riding up into this complex and she pulls up in front of this guy that's standing there with a jerry curl and and a shower cap over his head and asked him if he's got a 20 and i'm asking this myself what am i doing and she goes don't worry about it here take the rest of my money and you can hold my atm card i'm just getting a wake up so i agree and i look down and start playing with the radio knobs looking for a song and my arm's hanging out the right side of the passenger side because, of course, I'm in the passenger seat. Well, I look over and there's this guy that looks kind of peculiar with sunglasses on. He's walking back and forth. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? You know? Well, it didn't surprise me because I'd seen that behavior on multiple occasions in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, the guy comes to her and that was in front of us. He comes to her and she says, I need a 20, man. He says, okay. So he pulls out this medicine bottle and dumps about four or five rocks of crack in her hand. Well, she takes one, puts it in her mouth, and he he says, hang on, let me give you a little bit bigger one. So she pulls it out of her mouth, and when he does, he dumps the rest in her hand and says, Metro Narcotics, you're under arrest. Well, she he throws handcuffs on her wrist, and she's trying to drive this stick shift over the speed bumps in the parking lot with this guy cuffed to her. And this guy that I saw that looked peculiar comes up and handcuffs himself to me. And, uh, yeah, it was Metro narcotics. So I go to jail too. And anyway, she goes in, she bails out two weeks later, she bailed me out. Um, I was pretty much released without a charge cause she signed an affidavit saying that I didn't have anything to do with it. And I'd actually tried to talk her out of it. Well, I spent two weeks in there. Actually, owed somebody some cigarettes when I left because I the heck I thought I was going to be there forever. It just felt common to me to be in trouble for something I really hadn't done. It was just kind of a snowball effect at that point in my life where you could call it bad luck, but I don't believe in luck, so I don't know what you call that. Um, so yeah, I get out, and um, that was the first time I ever went to jail. Uh, stayed there for two weeks. And uh, don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. And uh, I can't believe that I put myself in those situations back then. I look back on it and I still have regret. I don't know why I have regret about all the stupid things I did in my younger years. And those are in a, another part of the United States and supposed to be behind me and 
I've given it to Jesus anyway. I guess that's the only thing stopping me from thinking about it too hard. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was my first time in jail, and there you have it. I'll tell you some more later on, I guess, if I can get this thing to record right. Have a great day.